0: services, helping families celebrate life since 1939. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks. With Aaron Flint.
1: Well, uh, this is uh, sounds uh, somewhat related here. So, I was talking about the Fox News story where they were uh, featuring the uh, soundbite from Joe Biden. There, where he was saying, "Well, I don't think they're going to use nuclear weapons." Yeah, I don't don't think we're going to be in a nuclear war. (laughs) It's very confident. Very confident there uh, from uh, the guy who was installed as president of the United States. Uh, Absolute confidence there on the world stage. Uh, This seems related here. Uh, So... You know, every, every day, as uh, your Fox News affiliate here uh, for Fox News Radio, 1450 KMMS Bozeman, 970 KBO Billings, uh, we have access. This is inside baseball a little bit here, but we have access to, you know, in, a lot of these Fox News radio stories and sound bites that they've gathered. For example, I got three different sound bites from President Donald Trump on the ground in East Palestine, Ohio. He made a great point about uh, Russia, Ukraine, and more that I want to share with with you here this morning but we also uh we'll get a list of you know reporters we can talk with uh, other guest commentators that we get a chance uh, to catch up with, and and today uh, they have one of the uh, guest opportunities. The one of the folks that we have an opportunity to talk with is a cybersecurity analyst by the name of Jonathan Taylor. And it actually, looks like uh, our producer Travis booked this one, so he's going to join us uh, at uh, around eight twenty this morning, I believe. But here's the story: a catastrophic mutating event will strike the world in two years. Now, now that sounds like some crazy midnight radio program on, you know, coast to coast or ground zero. It's like, oh, great. Here we go. You know, but but then again, like, wait a minute. uh, This isn't just an overnight radio program talking about uh, werewolves. No, this is a report that came out of the 2023 World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, The uh, 2023 World Economic Forum was filled uh, with lots of uplifting predictions, like how companies will soon decode our brainwaves. The latest uh, report warns of a global catastrophic cyber event in the very near near future. Uh, Quote, the most striking finding that we've found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. This far exceeds anything that we've seen in previous surveys. That means the crime coming could truly be catastrophic. Uh, they think some of the crime we've been seeing already is catastrophic, but uh, apparently they're saying, no, 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 really, really, really catastrophic. You know, kind of like lower back pain where it's like, oh, man, I got this lower back pain, uh, which I'm not going to minimize that kind of lower back pain, but when you've you know, when your disc is basically gone and then you, you move in just the wrong way and then ah! uh, knife in your lower back uh, type of, of nerve pain, maybe that's what they're talking about here as well what we got going right now is ah, crime but what's gonna really take place according to these uh, folks that did this report for the world economic forum is gonna be like ah, really bad wow how does that make you joe biden uh, voters feel how does cry craig and bozeman feel about that one oh it's all trump's fault he'll just still be blaming donald trump for all this Uh, catastrophes that are taking place with Joe Biden and the globalists at the World Economic Forum uh, running everything into the ground. Let me go to this uh, Donald Trump clip here on that on that point. Uh, President Trump made the exact point that we've been making right here on Montana Talks when it comes to aid uh, in Ukraine. Now, I'm I'm not patting us on the back here and and pretending like, you know, I'm some sort of genius here. This is just a common sense thing. And for those who've been following President Donald Trump and followed his presidency, this is a natural uh response that that Americans would have. That America first Americans would have here. The the point that I've been making about the 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 whole uh you know aid to ukraine is cuz i know conservatives are kind of divided on that front right now uh, the, the point that i've been making is look if you support aid for ukraine if you truly support aid for ukraine if you truly support a strong nato as some with the ukraine flag uh, in their social media profiles would 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 virtue signal and tell us that they care about both of those things then why would the United States of America be bankrupting our own country, be weakening our own country militarily? Why, why would we be picking up a bigger share of the tab to fund the effort to help Ukraine? Why wouldn't the European countries be paying more be contributing more i mean you know they they told i mean joe biden just told us that they know more about this threat than we do that they care more about this threat than we do so why are we picking up a bigger share of the tab the largest share of the tab than all of europe combined here's what president trump had to say yesterday while he was on the ground in east palestine ohio talking about supporting americans which is something that joe biden wasn't talking about this week we're now at 117 billion dollars and as you probably know europe when you add it all up is at about 10 billion dollars that's a big difference wouldn't you say that's one of the things that gets me because they're at it again they're very good negotiators those people in europe did i hear that right we're we're at 117 billion dollars as the united states of america and Europe is only at $10 billion combined? Did I hear that? Let me play that again. We're now at $117 billion, and as you probably know, Europe, when you add it all up, is at about $10 billion. That's a big difference, wouldn't you say? Wow! I I knew, I'd seen stories in the Wall Street Journal and elsewhere, that we were picking up a larger share of the tab than all of Europe combined. But $117 billion to their $10 billion? They're not even ponying up 10% of the money for this thing? You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. MontanaAdvocates.com. That's MontanaAdvocates.com. This is where Montana Talks. Lucas in Broadview, isn't John Tester the lead singer of a liberal rock band? Red Zeppelin. I'm an 80s kid, so it was slower for me to get it. But then Travis made the point, okay, red, like red China, yeah, get that one. And then a Zeppelin is, is like a balloon. Think of like the Hindenburg, or the other word that...
2: ...under events or at the door. For more information, contact Dick Vince at 406-672-9207. It's time for Agriculture Today on the Western Ag Network. I'm Wayne Nordlund. As of this broadcast, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's U.S. Forest Service will today start carrying out an aerial gunning operation to kill a stray cattle in New Mexico's Gila National Wilderness. The New Mexico Cattle Growers Association and others filed a lawsuit this week asking the court to stop the aerial slaughter operation based on the defendant's violations in their agreement to provide 75 days of notice of a plan to shoot cattle again, which USDA did not provide. I spoke with New Mexico Cattle Growers President Lauren Patterson this week, and I asked him if the Secretary of Agriculture Tom Bilsack is aware of his department's plans.
3: Well, I think he's seen the headline by all means because uh, we've been pretty vocal about it and and we've had multiple uh, conversations at the Washington, D.C. level with our affiliate Organization, you know, National Cattlemen's Beef Association, in particular, the Public Lands Council, has taken this as high up as we possibly can. And we had a senator here in the state that I know has spoken directly with Secretary Vilsack. It just seems like they've got this uh, idea in their mind, and, and we just can't seem to turn it, even though we have public support behind us. We had legislative support here at the state level. And then, of course, we've had that letter from the Western Caucus of Congressional People. And I just cannot see how we're going to go forward with this. But we're going to back our ears and bite the bullet and uh, seek a judicial way to stop this. It just seems like it's a fight we don't have to make if everybody will just come back to the table. The Forest Service's
2: aerial gunning of cattle has drawn bipartisan condemnation on both the state and national level. Public lands ranching advocates also believe that if not stopped, the aerial gunning could become a standard tool for the U.S. Forest Service in killing livestock. We'll be right back. You're working to preserve the ground for the next generation. Shouldn't your cow herd be built for the future, too? Igenity Beef provides DNA testing for 17 critical traits on a 1 through 10 scale, along with indexes and parentage. This tool aids in selection and management of commercial females and provides marketing opportunities to build your herd for the next generation. Use code radio to get 20% off your next Igenity Beef order. Learn more about Igenity. Go to neogen.com or call 877-443-6489.
0: I'm Caroline Caldwell. I manage the new agrarian program from the QVRA Coalition. Community supporting organizations are the lifeblood for Montana agriculture. I think finding that community of people helps propel you forward through the hard times, which there are quite a few of them in ranching.
3: (laughs) That's a part of why I think people really love it. Montana Farmers Union is working to build community
2: across agriculture and beyond. Learn more and join the community at montanafarmersunion.com. Returning back here this morning, resharing news that Russell Nimitz shared yesterday afternoon that legislation has been reintroduced to suspend Brazilian beef imports. Republican U.S. Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota and Democrat from Montana John Tester have reintroduced the legislation to suspend Brazilian beef imports to the U.S. until experts can conduct a systematic review of the commodity's impact on food safety and animal health. Senator Rounds said that producers' livelihoods are being compromised by Brazilian beef imports that fail to meet the U.S.'s food safety and animal health standards as Brazil has a history of failing to report in a timely and accurate manner diseases found in their cattle herds. Read more about this legislation on our website, westernagnetwork.com. I'm Wayne Northland,
0: Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint
1: yeah i think it was one of uh john jackson's uh, uh friends from twitter that we've gotten a chance to uh, chat with here on the air as well irene almeida she's actually called into montana talks all the way from portugal in the past but yeah she was the one who uh who shared us this story uh she referred to it on twitter as the walking dead just in biden stumbled and fell forward while going up the main stairs of air force one departing warsaw poland uh, This was yesterday, of course, by now, but thanks to, uh, oh, actually, uh, Bruce and and Ennis uh, shared Irene's tweet with us. Uh, Bruce, thanks for for sharing that with us. Uh, Yeah, usually I'll see Irene's uh, uh, info via Twitter there as well, but uh, hey, thanks to Bruce and Ennis uh, for sending that one along as well. Sean and Shelby, thanks for listening in this morning. Sean made a good point, too, here. Ukraine isn't even in NATO. Ukraine isn't even a NATO member country, and yet Here we are picking up a vastly greater sum of the bill here, a vastly greater sum of the tab than these European countries are. And again, what what did Donald Trump do when he was president? Donald Trump strengthened nato now you wouldn't know that if you were listening to the mockers on msnbc or the mockers on cnn i you can tell i was reading proverbs earlier this morning <laughs> you, you wouldn't know this that he was strengthening nato because they were telling you, he's undermining nato he's he's destroying nato Hmm. by getting the european countries to invest more of their money into NATO for more of their defense, instead of us just footing the bill for everything, he strengthened NATO. Because he wasn't cutting back on what the U.S. provided to NATO. He was just getting the European countries to put to put more money into the pot as well. So he strengthened NATO. And when it comes to Ukraine, what did Donald Trump do? Donald Trump gave actual lethal aid. And, and a lot of these, uh, we've read public uh, you know, news reports about, uh, about American Green Berets that were training, uh, uh, training the Ukrainian military while Donald Trump was president. And had, had Donald Trump not done things like that, that, that when Joe Biden came in and basically rolled out the red carpet for this invasion, man, where would Ukraine have been? Had it not been for what Donald Trump did back then, and so that's why what, what Donald Trump is saying right now, once again, is oh, here we here we go again. You got Joe Biden on his glory tour across Europe, started in Ukraine earlier this week, and and you know here here he is. He's not asking for Europe to pick up more of the tab. He's not making a big deal out of that. He's just talking about bankrupting America further, putting us more at risk to the communist Chinese. And now China's uh, obviously looking to get more involved over there publicly than what they've probably been doing behind the scenes. He's weakening this country. He's not getting Europe to pick up their share of the tab. So he's also all, – all he's doing – is just drawing this whole thing out, costing more lives in Ukraine, costing more American uh, treasure in the process as well. And, you know, Donald Trump would have said, hey, Europe, we need you to pick up more of the tab here. Uh, but that's something that, that Biden and the Democrats don't do. See, it's, it's America last with Joe Biden and John Tester.
2: News, I'm Chris Foster. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is at the site of this month's train derailment and chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio, asking questions about the investigation and the air quality. One of the challenges I would think from a response perspective is there's things that you smell that they aren't at that threshold. also things you can't smell with energy. An early report on the derailments cause is expected today. There are power outages in the Midwest, mostly in Michigan from the winter storm moving across the country. At least 25 states right now are under some sort of winter weather alert. Seven of them are under blizzard warnings, including the Los Angeles area for the first time since 1989. The Midwest, especially Minnesota, is expected to get the worst of it though. Minneapolis declared a snow emergency ahead of the storm as they brace for up to two feet of snow. Foxes Marianne Rafferty. Parts of Interstate 94 from the plains into Wisconsin have been closed due to poor visibility and
1: crashes. America's listening to Fox News. So Joe Biden won't won't uh, call on Europe to pick up a greater share of the tab in Ukraine, but uh, you know he's asking Americans to keep picking up the tab. But he won't go and and support actual Americans in East Palestine, Ohio. He won't show up there. Uh, President Donald Trump, though, there he was on the ground in East Palestine, Ohio yesterday. You know what? You know what? Uh, MSNBC was complaining about this morning. Uh, let, let me. I, I I summed it up on Twitter, uh, probably better than I'm. I'm going to sum it up right now. So let me just go back. You know you know you ever get those thoughts where you're like I better write this thought down now because I'm going to forget what I said or how I said it uh later here. Oh, here's what I said about an hour ago on Twitter. MSNBC is freaking out this morning over Trump water being given to the people of East Palestine, Ohio. That's right. MSNBC—they're not mad about people in Ohio potentially coughing up blood following an environmental disaster. No, they're mad about Trump bringing bringing clean water, bringing Trump water to the people of East Palestine, Ohio. I, I'm, I'm no joke. If you if you had flipped over to MSNBC at all earlier this morning, that's what they were—they were freaking out. They were they were complaining about Trump water. They were complaining about. Trump. Clean water being delivered to the people in Ohio. You are not forgotten. President Trump meeting with local, state,
0: and federal officials in East Palestine, Ohio, and bringing thousands of gallons of cleaning supplies and thousands of bottles of water, telling the region. We stand with you, we
2: pray for you, and we
4: will stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. will have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly. That amid political finger pointing and
0: criticism over the Biden administration's response. The EPA vowing yesterday to make the region whole and almost three weeks after the disaster. Transportation Secretary Pete
1: Buttigieg also announcing a trip to East Palestine Thursday. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. All right. Yeah, great report there by Jeff Manasso. Uh he uh, uh, works for Fox News out of Chicago. Always does uh, an incredible job. Hey, let me tell you who else uh, does an incredible job and will do an incredible job for you or for your company. I've heard this from many of our listeners. Uh they that you know, a lot of our listeners, they heard about Billy Beatty and his crew at BD Equipment Services. And so they had him, you know, do some projects for them. And they said, holy cow, this guy has got incredible work ethic. His whole team has got an incredible work ethic. Well, you know, Highline, Montana raised. Uh, they've got the work ethic. Uh, you know, it's like our producer, Travis, grew up on a ranch in Forsyth. He's got the work ethic, right? You know, how many people don't work or, you know, yeah, they're they're filling a job. But do they really have the work ethic? I'm telling you what, if you have a job that needs to be done, heavy, you know, equipment needs big dirt project you need a a site cleared out for your construction project you need an old building torn down get a hold of billy Beedy and bd equipment services let them do the dirty work for you bd equipment blgs.com and also check out some of the videos on their instagram page as well It'll show you a little bit of the uh, the dirty work they can do for you this is where montana talks so George Santos is uh, this New York Republican congressman, but he's kind of a goofball. He's been busted lying about a bunch of stuff. What is it, the New York Post? What's the New York Post story here? Yeah, New York Post is saying that he was also known as a drag queen named Kitara. He's got the, the drag queen body armor on now. So it doesn't matter Doesn't matter what he screws up, doesn't matter what he lies about. He is wearing the drag queen body armor. You can't criticize. What?
0: Live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: Oh man, you know I uh, we we broke out the air raid sirens uh, on a Tuesday morning on the show when John Jackson was in the house with us because we were talking about just how phony the media coverage was of Joe Biden's trip to Ukraine. That was one thing. That was one thing. MSNBC was waxing on at length about this morning. <sighs> Donald Trump goes to Ohio and he brings Trump water. Yeah, how awful is it, uh, uh, former President Donald Trump, uh, acting like the actual American president right now, taking care of the, you know, showing, uh, compassion and empathy for the American people, bringing supplies. I, I guess he brought cleaning supplies as well and a bunch of, a uh, bunch of water. But CMSNBC was outraged because he brought Trump water. This is the, you know, the, the same NBC Universal that, that gave hardly any airtime. Uh, to the actual environmental disaster and uh, train derailment uh, that happened in East Palestine, Ohio. But boy, by golly, when you know Donald Trump uh, brings Trump water, oh, they're outraged. They are. They are more outraged at Donald Trump being, bringing Trump water than they are that there are residents of East Palestine, Ohio, potentially coughing up blood right now. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, on on another note, uh, so we so anyway, we, we brought out the air raid sirens because uh, we were making the point that they hadn't had air raid sirens for several days in Kiev, Ukraine. And, and the CNN reporter was the guy who pointed this out. He's like, yeah, I just got to tell you guys, you know. We, there, there were no explosions. There were no missiles. There was nothing really going on until the moment that Joe Biden and, and Zelensky walked out of this, uh, I think it was the cathedral. And then the moment, it was like perfectly timed. The moment they walk out, whoop, 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 the air raid sirens go off. And so MSNBC this morning was like, Joe Biden was risking his life by going to Ukraine okay look first off he's the president of the united states any president of the united states if their life is always at risk whether they're in kiev or whether they're at at a mcdonald's uh you know with you know bill clinton's uh pasty white thighs running down the street to a mcdonald their life is at risk that's why they have secret service protection but uh, you know one of our listeners made a really good point he said hmm, he said so these air raid sirens go off nobody even flinches nobody even act concerned so it's just uh just more evidence that the whole thing was staged to try to make joe biden look tough so that morning joe and mika what's-her-face could could cry on msnbc this morning and say oh he risked his life and donald trump brings trump water to ohio and they were just going on at length about this whole thing. But uh, I do want to bring the air raid sirens back. I, I think I played the audio right off of the uh, the Fox News radio website here earlier this week. So I'll have to go track it down again. So I'm going to do the fake air raid sirens for roop, roop, roop. Uh, a special alert to our listeners in the Livingston area. A special alert to our, our listeners in the Paradise Valley area. Uh, heads up. Remember the whole Alec Baldwin story? Uh, we talked about that down at the SHOT Show with uh, with John Jackson. Remember, that's when the, when the news came out that Alec Baldwin would be facing charges uh, after he discharged a weapon that killed that woman on the movie set. Remember uh, this movie Rust that Alec Baldwin was filming? Alec Baldwin uh, picks up this, this weapon, points it at this uh, young lady, shoots, kills her, now facing charges. Well, apparently this movie Rust they're going to start. Uh, they're going to start filming again to complete the movie, and uh, guess where they're going to be filming at? Paradise Valley, Montana. So that's right. That's why I say break out the air raid sirens. Hey, for our friends in the Livingston area, if you got body armor, wear it. Uh, just uh, just heads up. Be on extra alert here uh for your own personal safety uh anyway here's the story i'm not i'm not joking about this uh this is the fox news report uh from michelle polino and michelle polino is the hollywood reporter she is the one who if there's a red carpet event she's covering it for fox news and uh but she always does such a great job. She doesn't take uh, she doesn't take these Hollywood folks too seriously.
2: Russ producers said that the indie western will resume shooting at the Yellowstone Film Ranch in Montana. The film has been the focus of many lawsuits following the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, who was shot and killed by a prop gun fired by Alec Baldwin. The production is eyeing a spring start. Several members of the original crew are returning, including director Joel Souza, who was shot and wounded in the October 21st incident. Baldwin and armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed have been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter by the Santa Fe DA's office for the tragic incident. The first hearing in the matter is Friday. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
1: Yeah, so there you go. They're going to start, uh, start filming that uh, new Baldwin uh, film. Now, did she mention in the report, maybe Travis uh, heard or maybe you guys heard it, did she mention, is Alec Baldwin actually going to be in the Paradise Valley? I mean, I would think if he's facing charges that he may not be able to leave a certain area. So maybe the rest of the crew is going to be filming some scenes here. But, I mean, uh, did, did they mention if Alec Baldwin is going to be there? I might have to go back and listen to that report again or maybe uh, shoot a message over to Michelle Paulino, uh, see if she's got uh, got more details on that. Another very interesting Fox News radio story for you here this morning, uh, dealing with our nuclear missile sites here in Montana. Now, this news first came out uh, God, yeah, a few weeks ago. Now, where basically, uh, you know, they were they they. Uh, I, I guess the Department of Defense had had come out and said, "Hey, uh, we we have concerns, and we're now uh, doing an investigation into the effects uh, of our nation's missile silos and a, a possible link to cancer." Uh, Well, the Air Force is now expanding an investigation into whether our nation's missile silos Are linked to cancer Uh, here's the here's the latest update here from Jessica Rosenthal a US Space Force lieutenant colonel in Colorado recently revealed in a presentation that 36 personnel working with missiles
2: at Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana have developed cancer in the past 26 years ten developed non Hodgkin's lymphoma eight of the 36 personnel have since died those who passed mostly worked at Malmstrom for a decade ending in 2007 now Air Force Global Strike Command says they are going to review potential cancer cases linked to working at other missile silos at the F.E. Warren Air Force Base in Wyoming and the Minot Air Force Base in North Dakota.
1: Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. All right. Yeah. Thanks uh, for that updated report there from, from Jessica Rosenthal. So, yeah, a couple of uh, Montana specific stories, uh, getting some national attention, uh, here, uh, this morning. Uh, let's see. Uh, where else do we go here? Uh, got a go, well, actually, we got some time right now. If you want to call in 406-294. 0970, if you want to jump in uh, on the phone lines, jump in on the conversation here. Uh, Oh, uh, let's see. uh, Media montage of Biden in Ukraine. With the air raid sirens, I was talking about the air raid sirens. So uh, let's roll with this one. This, uh, this was shared via Twitter by Molly Hemingway of The Federalist.
4: Joe Biden has put solidarity ahead of his own personal safety. Air raid sirens and no real guarantee of security. Has
2: air raid sirens blared? This was incredibly dramatic, Andrea. It was historic as well. Historic, timely. And brave,
0: the first American president to go to a war zone with no U.S. military presence for security on the ground. American presidents have made dramatic trips before: Nixon to China, Kennedy, Reagan to the Berlin Wall, and presidents have visited U.S. troops in war zones, but never like this. To find a, a day of this kind of presidential bravery in a war zone, you've got to go all the way back to 1864. With Biden's
2: trip uh, to Europe, you know he is he is welcomed as not only the, the frankly the savior of Ukraine. But also the savior of Europe as a whole. It's historic. It's the first time that a U.S. president has gone into an active war zone that the U.S. military does not have. Oh, okay,
1: I can't. I can't take it any longer. That was just absolutely disgusting. So disgusting the way that whole thing was staged. Joe Biden is the savior of Ukraine. Oh, for Pete's sake. All of these Ukrainians wouldn't even have been killed and slaughtered in this uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine if Donald J. Trump was still the president of the United States. Because Russia wasn't going out there and invading other countries when we had a president of strength, when we had a strong foreign policy team in place. No, they capitalized on the weakness of the Biden administration. And then, uh, uh, again, another reminder, another reminder here that you you remember john uh i almost said john tester uh, same same john tester joe biden they're both a train wreck for this country joe biden when he was initially asked well what if what if vladimir putin decides to invade ukraine you remember he was asked this on camera well you know it depends if it's just a minor incursion yeah you know it's And now uh, Mr. Minor Incursion is now saying, well, I don't think they're going to use nuclear weapons. I don't think. After he stumbles up the stairs back into Air Force One once again, he doesn't think they're going to use nuclear weapons if it's only a minor incursion. And then the minor incursion turned into something bigger, didn't it?
4: Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. I don't think it's a terrible idea to give more power back to the states. And then Americans would probably choose in greater numbers. We see a mass migration now. Florida's taking in nearly 1,000 new residents a day. New York and California are losing about 1,000 residents a day. In large part because of governance and how bad it is and high taxes and burdensome regulation. And and people are leaving with their wallets and their feet, and they're moving to Texas, they're moving to Florida, they're moving to Tennessee, they're moving to the Carolinas in, in bigger and bigger numbers. It's a, the National divorce would be, you know, taking away the, the power of the federal government, limiting that power, and giving more power to the states to decide. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. I want to remind you about something that you wouldn't think could happen, but it can, and it's people can steal your home. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real, and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners' insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, But Home Title Lock does. They want to give you an absolutely free, no obligation, uh, verification that your home is still in your name. You register for 30 days of protection for free. Just go to Home Title Lock. Thompson Pools.
0: Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks. With Aaron Flint.
1: Oh, this is a good point here. It just got a message from Right on John, Paradise Valley. uh, We have to give our Governor Greg Gianforte a big whoop whoop and a big right on for opening up uh, the WMA uh, 800 plus acre public lands area by Anaconda where it is allowed for motorized vehicles like snowmobiles and motorcycles for our recreational benefits how long before the unreasonable leftists try to gate it off and eliminate motorized vehicles on this property that's a really good point there really good point right on john yeah you know our uh, our blue collar uh, union buddies in the butte anaconda area they love to get out and enjoy, uh, get, get out, enjoy the great outdoors on their weekends and uh, snowmobiles, side-by-sides, you name it. And it's the radical environmentalists that, that run the Democrat Party now that want to lock them out. Very good point. All right, let's go into the phone lines here. Uh, Diane in Troy. Uh, Diane, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Good morning. I just wanted to let you know, Why the sirens were going off in Kiev, it's because somebody needs to
0: warn the poor Ukrainians that Biden is coming.
1: (laughs) Good point. I mean, you look at what a disaster his foreign policy has been. He laid out the red carpet for the whole invasion with his minor incursion remarks. That's a really good point.
0: Would that somebody would have warned us what damage he could do if we let him
1: in to be president. Well, we tried, right?
0: We did. We did. Have a good day.
1: Hey, you too. All right, Diane. Great, uh, great point. Yeah, that's what the sirens were. They were warning people. Oh, great. Uh, Here's Joe Biden. Uh, What's coming for us next? It's just it's really shameful when you think about it. I mean, the the media and uh, Molly Hemingway. I know I, I ran out of time before the last break there, but Molly Hemingway. When she shared that uh, that media montage, that media montage was put together, uh, credit to Tom Elliott. Uh, Tom Elliott has uh, let us uh, share his uh, his videos, uh, the audio of, of his uh, montages, et cetera, here on the program. Uh, but uh, Tom Elliott says, supercut media on Biden's Kiev layover. Literally history's greatest hero. And then Molly Hemingway made a great point. It was Pravda-like coverage. This was Pravda-like coverage. This was like, you know, the, the Russian propagandists would be, like, jealous. They'd be like, oh, man, we are not as good as their propaganda right now. It's What's shameful about this whole thing is that is that Joe Biden, in many ways, because of his weak foreign policy, the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan and the weakness that that communicated on the world stage, and then his minor incursion remarks— that that you could argue he bears responsibility in part. Now, ultimately, yeah, P- Putin's Putin's uh, Putin is despicable. Uh, he's the one that is ultimately slaughtering and responsible for these people. But Joe Biden is a disastrous foreign policy bears responsibility here. His di- his disastrous domestic policy bears responsibility here. What do you think has been funding the war in Ukraine from the Russian side? Oil. Who propped up the high oil prices with his disastrous uh, climate alarmist energy policies in America? Joe Biden. So Joe Biden is helping to fund this war against the Ukrainian people. Joe Biden practically rolled out the red carpet with his disastrous foreign policy. Oh, but now Joe Biden is the hero because he showed up and they staged the air raid sirens when he walked out of the cathedral. When... You know, it just goes back to, again, the point that needs to be made here is that if if it wasn't for Joe Biden and Secretary Blinken and and this train wrecking of of an administration, would we have even seen the slaughter of the Ukrainian people in the first place? But no, the Pravda-like media, as Molly Hemingway so accurately points out here, they want to make Joe Biden look like a hero. They have to make him look like he is this hero, this uh, heroic figure to be celebrated as he bankrupts America, as he kicks real-world heroes to the curb. Thousands of U.S. military service members that he kicked to the curb. Oh, no, 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 but CNN says he's the hero.